Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, ritual, community, and pilgrimage, exploring the paths that point you back to your soul, giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility, to remember to remember. Our first series is about the call to create and that our bodies were meant to do this. We'll explore the themes of menstruation, pregnancy, hormonal cycles, and the value of lived experience in the body as a way to map the path of creation from idea to actualization. Hello and welcome to the Wise, Wild, and Free podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm very honored to be here today with Sarah Drew, the author of the Gaia Codex and a visionary in so many ways. Whenever I read anything that Sarah's written, whenever I speak with her personally, I instantly feel this transmission of honoring the ancestors and the ancient ways and simultaneously an invitation to step into the becoming. And she has a timeless presence. And so I'm really, really honored to have her here today in this conversation around the regenesis of society around rebirthing culture. And she wrote a whole book about it. (laughs) And so I highly recommend that everyone reads the Gaia Codex, but right here, right now, present moment, because that's what it's all about. I want to say, Sarah, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. (laughs) And yeah, thank you. And then I'd love to, I'd love to, to jump in, in the sense of, Basically, how does it feel to have this awareness? Like the way that I'm perceiving you is connected to ancient times as connected to visionary times and being here right here, right now. You know, how do you hold all of that? Hmm. Well, first, Rochelle, it's, it's wonderful to be here and wonderful to be with all of you that are listening and... I'm just really honoring that, you know, we can all come together and gather at this time. And I think part of the things, the the, the primary pulse of this present moment right now for me is this sense that we are gathering. Mm -hmm. And the we for me is this body of of souls this body of individuals that have um perhaps traveled together through time in many cultures and times and in this particular um incarnation 
for me, there was such a strong sense of, uh, you know, there's going to be a time when we will gather for something that's very important. Mm-hmm. And as a young child, I, I felt that very strongly that this would this would be so, but I didn't know what that would look like or when it would be. But I just felt very happy that it would be this gathering of, of other souls and other beings who I felt a strong connection with. Um, and I think to kind of context that question of what is it like to feel our deep roots into the past and also to see the future, I think it's that place that maybe many of us glimpse at certain times where we're more of a trans-temporal, a trans-dimensional being where we are both present in this present moment, but we're just kind of arched out like further and wider, maybe containing, yes, the, the essence and power of our individual jiva, our soul, but also this, this wider scoping so that we can really invite into our hearts these other aspects of self that are reflected in those that have lived before us and those who will come after us. Mm. Thank you. As you're speaking, I'm having this image of an exercise I did in the Koya class once. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can be a little playful. And so <laughs> there's the Adele song, like, hello from the other side. I'm much more of a dancer than a singer, obviously. <laughs> and anyways, uh, what I read something that she wrote that song like mm. back to herself like 10 years ago. So what mm. I did is I said, this was at the end of a Koya retreat where we all in a place of remembering, which yeah. is a place that I feel you very rooted in mm. and remembering that, that eternity and, and simultaneously this incarnation of mm. this, this present moment, but also that forever moment. Mm. And I said, from this place of remembering for the song, dance your remembering and just give it as a gift back to any part of your past that you mm. imagine that you needed it and mm. any part in the future. And mm. so through the body, we started dancing mm. and it was like thinking of myself like in college, like so depressed, so mm. struggling. I was like getting plasma, you know, to try and like <laughs> buy ramen, you know, it was, you know, it was so, but like just, but I really felt my consciousness right here, right now, able mm. to go and soothe. Mm. going to be okay you're going to get through this and then I also felt you know just this this seating and so Mm. one of the things that I feel that is so strong in your being and in your work and in your messaging is you know the power of presence Mm. and by being here now we can ripple forward and backwards and that we do and that's actually Mm -hmm. the nature of it right am I right or wrong, or close. <laughs> <laughs> You've experienced it, so it's, you know it within your very cells. Yeah, yeah. That 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 place of um, I love what you said about the ripple because I've experienced it so many times. Is that ripple? And I, I've I've also I mean I noticed in my twenties before I was about to go into ceremony or through a important. Um, 
initiation. Maybe there was a ceremony that was planned and, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be on Saturday or something. And, and I would start to feel like Wednesday or Thursday, what I started to call the, the ripple of mm-hmm. the effect of going into that that deep space of prayer or ceremony with other beings or or maybe with myself and the the divine and you know whatever form we call it but it it really was a great teaching on how um, significant events can ripple backwards and forwards mm. in time and, and how right now we have that that, that gift of, of being able to join together in heartful prayer or even in our own prayers or dances that we're doing in the morning and, and really send that out to other beings and send it out to our future creation um, that we as humanity are creating right now Mm. thank you yeah I I also experienced that before a ceremony and before I often lead a retreat even Mm. um, I will get something fairly um, intense purifying you know strong (laughs) to come into my awareness and then I'll often like especially when I'm I'll use the example of leading a retreat I'll have to you know work with it and dance with it and be humbled and learn by it and then it's from that place that I can present because I'm tender and I'm compassionate and I'm open yeah and um but it is like a rippling in all directions like when you put the stone in the water it doesn't just ripple one way you know (laughs) ripples all directions yeah and that makes me think about, you know, really tapping into the consciousness of the planet, mm. you know, that you really speak to so beautifully with the Gaia Codex and how we can attune to her yeah. as, as a map and as a guide and as a comfort for this transformation. And so, like, in some ways, it's like that the earth is already there. We're catching up to her. Mm. Mm. I love that, Michelle. And yeah, I mean, I think one of the um, one of the transmission lines in the Gaia Codex is, um, I mean, the Codex within this 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 story, mm-hmm. um, quote unquote, is held in different ways, and one of the ways that it's held is in the Earth herself, mm-hmm. and you know, we are able to tap into her. Four billion years plus of wisdom when we become observant and of her, the veins and her leaves and the flow of water and the way that the sun is hitting our skin. And it's like it's this vast living library that's there for us to, to access and to um, connect deeply into and waiting. She's, she's just waiting. You know, she's delighted we, we discover her. She's, you know, in my experience thus far, you know, she's just like, oh, you <laughs> see me. And let me shine a little bit brighter for you, you know. Wow. She loves it. Wow. <laughs> I just had a really powerful um, vision as you were speaking, as I often do when I'm in relation with you. And Koya has been based on this idea that through movement, we remember, we really honor the body and its wisdom. And so the body also being a manifestation of earth, 
you know? And one of the things that I've been really interested in, in this rebirthing of humanity, of our perception of life on this planet is using the cycles that are already in a woman's body, like awareness, like the menstruation cycles, the Mm. the cycles uh, that create life. Mm. And all of a sudden, as you were speaking, I just had that image of like a seed that you put in the ground and then the Mm. earth's Gaia's energy nurtures it. So like, Mm. you know, like the grass that goes through concrete, you know, it's just like, you know, but, or like this, this seed that emerges as this food and this nurture that like the woman's body has that yeah you know that that lives inside us and you know my favorite thing in your book that I always use for koi it's like even though it might not have been written down you didn't get a book that said it to you Mm -hmm. the scriptures are in your skin you know they're under the skin and when you move you start to be able to read them and so just really feeling you know, I always say, like, if you want to know your own nature better, like, go be in nature. <laughs> like, um, and anything you want to look at, it's like, you know, the cycles of the seasons, you know, like, just stare at a tree for a while. You know, watch the river. It's like all the healing metaphors are there or the field of biomimicry. You know, it's like, I don't know, what should I eat? Well, this walnut looks like a brain. Maybe I should eat walnuts for my brain. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like just yeah. this, but like this the way that you said it too it's like this um like she's just there waiting and like you know and imagining like from her perspective what it must be like to watch you know human beings like feel alone or feel confused Mm. and like and just be right there holding them through every single just here (laughs) here just gotta look out the window just have to touch me but like I'm right here and like that moment of realization as a human when you realize like oh my gosh she's always been right here yeah She's she's there. She's there. You know, you know the simplicity, and it's it's almost she. The sun is rising every morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. Is this reminder of our own uh, soul brilliance as reflected in her her being the extended sense of nature in this sense um, brilliance. And every morning we have that, like the Gayatri mantra, you know, mm-hmm. which, you know, um, within the Hindu tradition, you know, it just celebrates that and, and gives significance to the sun's light being our soul's light, which is rising through us. Or, you know, like in the Egyptian tradition, there's Newt. You know, Newt, the goddess, where she takes in and going into the woman's body or into our, she, she's, a, she's a woman in this form, but, you know, she swallows the sun and takes it and it goes through her starry body. Newt has this beautiful, vast, starry womb body. And then she gives birth to it every day. Mm. And and so she's she's swallowing the 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 energy that that soul spark energy of the sun and birthing it every day and you know especially as women we are that too we are human and we have a, a mortal life in terms of our physical form at least right now. And, but we are that as well, one who can swallow the sun and give birth to it. 
through our womb. Mm. Mm. Just giving us all a moment to to feel because in some ways we intellectually know you look around there's like 7 billion people on the planet they all got here through a woman's womb for the most part you know a few exceptions um but <laughs> i mean not really you know what i mean <laughs> trying not to go into any tangents anyway <laughs> but like yeah that's that's it and that lives in us and when we can contemplate that again, whether we give birth to a child or not in our own body, but to know that, that there is this human experience and this embodiment of a divine creative light that we can use that to feel our own potentiality and the power of our own potentiality to create whatever the soul is called to create because that's what we were literally what the body was made for yeah you know we're we're these living temples and and we live on a living temple and i think this the shift that's occurring in so many of our circles that we know where if there's that re remembering mm-hmm. of that right and we're moving from a time when you know so many have have held the earth as not holy and it's not putting you know, a particular, of course, religion on it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just that it's it's sacred. It's it's life. It gives us life, and that subtle shift, that big shift, but that subtle shift, right, can really start to give us, you know, fertile ground to create our future from a different place mm-hmm. than many of the thought forms that we've been. Um, in this current culture, is, is I'm, I, I'm looking out right now into a, uh, in New York City, and it's not like it's good or it's bad. They all have their place, but you know what? What is sustaining regenerative life through the generations? Just mm-hmm. that simple question, and kind of using that as a marker for what we are creating in small or large ways. Mm. I love that. It makes me think of, I've been in conversation with a friend and teacher of mine. His name is Seo and he's a shamanic astrologer. And Mm. we get together every once in a while just for fun to contemplate writing the new handbook for the evolution of consciousness and humanity. And so Mm. we're like, it's like, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, it all comes down to love, Mm. love. And he's like, yeah, but love is somewhat subjective, you know, sometimes. So he's like, well, what is the expression of love? And something you said made me think about it. It's like, well, what if love is everyone agrees that it would be good for the children? Hmm. You know, and this, that, that regenerative life, you know, that, like, can we all agree that this will be good for you know the plants the animals the mm-hmm. children like can can we just all agree and like that that is love that honoring life is love yeah and in like the of course the the end of so many prayers and really core to buddhism you know you know may this benefit all beings and you know like what does that mean 
And sometimes we don't know what it means, right? We could, we could have like, well, maybe they need food or, mm-hmm. or maybe, you know, but at least it, for, for myself at this point, I, I, I hold that also in the mystery of knowing that um, I, I might not know what will benefit all beings the best, right? Mm-hmm. But, but that is a, a prayer that I can hold, that that is the case. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's short-term and then there's long-term, right? Mm-hmm. So... Mm. Well, thank you so much. I feel like anyone listening to this received such a gift from the transmission, the vibration of your voice, the, the invitation in your teachings um, to, come, to come back and to recognize the earth and to remember. And so I'd love to end with a prayer that as we awaken to the regenesis of our society as we participate in the call of our soul to create, may this benefit all beings. And so, Sarah, I know people are going to want to learn more about you. What is the best way for them to find you and to find the book? Um, It's at www.gaiacodex.com. And that should have all the information. All the things. There. It's such such an honor to be here, and and so and just um, love everything that you're doing with Koya, and you know, may it spread far and wide. Beings. Mm. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much, and thank you, everyone, for listening. It's always an honor to gather together. To continue the conversation, visit us at koya.love, Q-O-Y-A dot L-O-V-E, and lifestyleofreverence.com for more information about movement, rituals, community, and pilgrimage.